All right, Chris Reed, we have a very, very, very important topic. Yes, sir. And, God, and I don't take this as a fearful statement, but I am fearful. I mean, this company usually has seven, 800 active listings, which we use as active listings to attract buyers. And now we're down to 140 active listings as a company, as a brokerage. So we have 250 to 400 agents, but we only have 140 listings. And it was 164 last week, and it was yeah. 200 the week before. So we're setting ourselves in a trend. So as a team, we want to give you the tools and the knowledge and the education to win the listing, right? And it's going to mean demonstrating more product effort, possibly, because it's a challenge. I told you all yesterday, if you're on that class, um, my daughter took a listing in Dade City, 340,000, got 52 offers. 52 offers, $340,000 house, went for 382 with zero day inspection period and no appraisal contingency. Yep. That's work. That's hard work. Yeah. Well, I think you, you, made, you mentioned the stat about us only carrying about 140 some listings right now when we normally have you know, five to 800. But what are the stats for the number of listings we've taken? And then how many are still left? Month to date, we've taken 140 listings as of last night and 90, no, all but 40 have sold. All right. So, so we're, we're, ta we're getting out there. This is just to show you that if you have a bulletproof system and you have the strategies to market it and put it out there and get $40,000, $50,000 over to list price and do that regularly and put more money in seller's pocket with the team behind you, they're going to sell, but you're going to get more listings. Now you have more opportunities because you've helped more people. And if you maximize the, you know, the, the marketing of that, you're going to be able to help more people. So putting a hundred some on the market already and already only 40 left. Wow. Yeah. So like I said, this is not fearful. I mean, we did a great job adding 140 new listings to our adding 190 listings to our inventory this month. 190 were added in, but we only have 140 active. And that includes some ducks we've had for years. Yeah. Right. So, okay. The one thing I want to get this out right now, I don't ever want to see any of you posting to Facebook. Oh my gosh, my listing sold with 52 offers in a day. Okay. That's not what we do. There's a preparation that goes into this. And that's what we're gonna go through today is the process of getting a listing. Because it's not, if you make it seem like a slam bam, thank you, ma'am, one deal, it's done, you're rich, you're not demonstrating value. So you wanna jump into your slideshow, Chris? So the whole point of this is to have a good system because you know when you have a system together, the good system is gonna shorten the road, road to any goal. So if you know what you do, when you do it, like Jeff and I talked about yesterday, having the scripts already knowing what you're doing, having the process already knowing what you're doing, you free your mind up for a lot more of the creativity and a lot more of the ability to connect with the person. That's the whole point of knowing what I do, when I do it, how I do it, when I say it, how I say it to be able to create the greatest connection with them and show them the greatest respect. So a good system shortens the road to the goal. I just want to so. comment on that because you said it, it's like riding a bicycle. When you first started riding your bike, you were wobbly and stuff, right? And then next thing you know, you're riding without your hands on the handlebars. And the next thing you know, you're popping wheelies and riding down on one wheel. 
right? That comes from the confidence of doing it over and over and over again. So we're gonna go through this process. And one of the first P's in the process is practice. Yes. So this is really part of your schedule that the- Oops, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. The, the, this is not something, I mean, when Jeff was mastering his sales presentation and his NLP studies, he and a buddy, his named RP would actually go to the mall and they go mirror and match strangers and, and shopping places. I mean, they took it to another level of sophistication and preparedness to really practice their skill. So when Jeff does the things he does and you hear him just rattle off these statements, that's not, he's not making that shit up. He's been doing this for years and years and years and years and years and years. And you'll see when we role play the listening presentation, it's, it's almost like a dance. There's so much confidence in what he says that the customer has no objections whatsoever because everything just flows like, like it's supposed to. A presentation is supposed to be presented. It's a present. So your, your gift of giving a great presentation is just that. It's a gift to the customer who's going to appreciate you. And then, yes, let me, one more thing. Then when you get the referral from that customer, it's not, hey, use my friend. He did a good job. It's like, oh my God. You've got to, you can't use anybody but this guy. You wouldn't believe the process he or she employed to get it done. So that's, that's my wish for you. So, yeah, the, the two P's before your, so that are, they're part of the process, part of the listing process is the practicing and the prospecting. Mm -hmm. So you have to have those down before you ever get to the actual, I have a lead. Now what? This is basically, I have a lead, now what? But before that, it's all about practicing. It's all about sharpening your skills, honing your skills, using your skills to be able to make it a better presentation, make it a better experience for the consumer. Because like Craig said, you want them to refer you because you were the most ultimate badass realtor. I had the most amazing experience, not use, use Chris, he's my friend. No, you've got to use Chris. If you do not use Chris, I guarantee you that it will be a worse experience. Please give them a call. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to send him your number so that he can call you because I want to make sure that you get in touch with him. Mm -hmm. So that practicing and sharpening those skills is absolutely key. You have to set some time aside. If you talk to um, talk to anybody who's done Mike Ferry coaching, what do they what do they do pretty much every single day? Role play. Every single day. If they don't have someone in their office, they get on Zoom calls, they get on phone calls, they pick, a, they pick the phone up and they're role-playing for 30 minutes, role-playing through scripts, role-playing as a buyer, role-playing as a seller, role-playing presentations, role-playing the scripts. How did that sound? Recording them. So recording yourself and listening back to your upswings and your downswings and the words that you use, did I stutter? You know, how, how did that sound coming out and listening to it? That's, that's showing mastery right there and putting the time in to do that. Now, this is very important because we're talking about a process of taking a listing and we've been talking for five minutes on practicing, right? Because the prospect, the process is the road. But then you have to get the process down so you can apply your brain to power to think of, and listen to what the consumer is saying and doing. So yep. you can then mirror and match and identify their VAKs and all that stuff. So it's all part of the, the deal. Yeah, if I know what I have to do next, because it's just become part of me, part of my script, part of my process, I know what comes out. I don't have to think about what I have to say. I don't have to think about what I need to print out, how I need to pre pre prepare something. All it is, is me listening to what they're saying, 
going into neutral, listening to them, trying to identify the, how I can pay them the greatest respect, how I can figure out, are, are they using visual auditory kinesthetic words? Are they using, are they more of a D, I, S, or C? How do I present this information to them once I can connect with them and use those skills? So practicing is the absolute key. And then after that, the next one is the prospecting. So prospecting is what we just basically talked about, all the different places that you can prospect for business. Where are you going to find it? And what's, what's Jeff's statement? Jeff's, uh, the new phrase he, he put out, you can, only chase, uh, you can only chase one rabbit. One rabbit at a time. time. I love that. <laughs> right? It's the truth. You can only chase one rabbit at a time. So stop trying to go around chasing every single rabbit that's out there. Pick one. You're going to have a better opportunity. Pick one and go after it. And that's what the prospecting is. Identify what you're going to do for 90 days. It's a 90-day process minimum. And you don't give up. You don't change. Meet with a coach. Let's figure out what you're doing. What do you need to do more of? What do you need to do less of? What do we need to change? What do we need to start doing? What do we need to stop doing? We need to start seeing how those are going. Practicing, prospecting, committing to something, committing to a lane for 90 days. So let's, for fun, let's say there is, we didn't have a process. What does a normal agent at a normal company do? Yeah, so uh, I get a phone. <laughs> well, even before that, even before that, here's what happens. Without a process, you get a phone call. Hey, uh, hey, Chris, I, you know, we're friends. I, I, I want to list my home. Oh, cool. I'll be by at six o'clock tonight. I'll show you what it's worth. We'll put it on the market. What did I That's just it. do? What I just lost every opportunity to try and make this experiential rather than transactional. I lost every opportunity to connect with that person, to build rapport with that person, to find more out about them so I can give them the greatest respect of giving them 121%, making this a relentless experience for them. 100% true. What do you say? And if you're not practiced, you're going to go there. I mean, have you ever heard of an agent going to, a, to list a house that they've never seen before and they walk in and find out it's disgusting or they walk in and find out it's beyond beautiful and they had no clue and they did their spa before they even went out there, their CMA, their electric push button CMA before they even got there? Yeah. It's just but, not that right. But that's what's happening. That the, the people that are getting some listings are getting them just because they know somebody or just because they showed up in a news feed. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're an agent. Hey, I want to list my house. Great. I'll come over and they show up and they're the same person that six days later, you see the post on Facebook. I sold it, sold this home in 24 minutes. It went on the market. We had multiple offers and sold it in 24 minutes. That's what you're seeing out there. Oh, yeah. And I cut my lot. commission to 1% because the seller took advantage of me. We just talked. Uh, so, yeah. So here's, an, here's another thing. Um, the so agents that are out doing it, I was just talking with one yesterday, out knocking on doors saying, this is my farm. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to strategically farm through this neighborhood. Knocking on doors, talks to an, uh, someone and says, we were going to call you, but this guy showed up on our newsfeed and said he would do it for one and a half percent on the list side and two and a half percent on the buyer side. And so what did she do? She goes in and exactly what we talked about. She told her a story about something similar to Jessica's story. Listed for 340,000, sold for 380,000 because we marketed it, positioned it, put it on the market, had the best opportunity to get the best buyer through that. But because she practiced 
And because she was committed to a process and she was prospecting, she was using those scripts regularly and it came right out. I was so proud of her because she knew exactly what to say. I said, did you say this? Yep. Did you say that? Yep. Did you do this? Yep. And I'm going back by there today because you said that the agent's coming in a couple hours and I'm going to go by there and say, please don't sign that tonight. Give me an opportunity to come back in. And we win those all the time. Yep. When they do it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So now let's talk about this. Now we're teaching you guys, in our opinion, the proper way, the professional way to do this. So I'll admit to you right now, this is not the only way, right? But this way will provide better results. So when you're a professional real estate, when you're a real estate professional, your time is money. I mean, make no mistake. We have sales agents in our business making way more than doctors and lawyers and other stuff, right? So their time is valuable. And we've got a saying we've used in this company for a long time calling act as if. You may not be making a half a million dollars a year right now, but act as if you are, and you'll have a better shot of getting there. So my point here is losing it. <laughs> um, take the time. Well, you have to identify, you have to pre-qualify your customer, right? If your buyer is an FHA buyer who's got a house to sell, you cannot be putting them in your car, driving or looking at houses today. It is a zero chance waste of time if you expect an outcome. A seller, you have to pre-qualify your seller as strong as you have to pre-qualify any buyer. Because Chris, there's two types of sellers, right? Yep. What do we call them? Uh, ones thinkers. That are oh yeah, th actually uh, thinkers and sellers, ones that are motivated, ones that are not. I'm thinking about selling or no, I have to sell. Do you have a motivated seller or not? But I think before that, that like I think the point you were getting at about we have people that are making more money than than doctors. We have people who are treating this like a business and doing that. I think one of the most powerful statements that you make from that is take control of the situation and let them know this is how I handle my business. Mm -hmm. This is a process that I follow every single time. So rather than I'm going to be there at six o'clock tonight and show you what your home is worth, we'll sign some documents. It's here's what we're going to do. I need to ask you a few questions. Once I ask you a few questions, then we're going to schedule some time for me to come by and take a look at your house. Only then, once I've seen your house and I've got a really good feel for the diamond that you're holding in your pocket, can I actually price it and determine where that pricing should be in a range? Then once we come back, I'll present to you everything I found. And the two of us together are going to figure out how we are going to position it on the market to make the best, uh, the best opportunity for you to sell it and get to where you need to go. So it's right. going to be a strategy together, but taking control, if you're going to make this a business where you can make $100,000 in a quarter, in a month, in a year, whatever that is, you have to treat it like a business. So take control of it and so say, this is how I handle my business. This is how this process is going to go. Mm -hmm. So I think that's that's one of the differences that I'm seeing in the people who are who are making it success, uh, successful is they're taking control from that get-go yeah. and setting a tone. And then from there, it's a collaboration between the two rather than you getting run over by a seller. So the whole process um, of starting out there is where you can get that control and really set the tone. Same thing. And it's also, don't be attached to the outcome. Yeah. There are times to say no. My mom is working on a seller right now, we're, we're talking about. And, and she wants a really high price and it's an egregious price. It's not it, it, possible, but at that price, it better be spit polished and shined and it's not. And I'm having the hard conversation with the seller saying, look, I'll, I'll take your price, but 
you're, you've got a hundred thousand dollars worth of fix up to do. I can't get you top dollar with a seawall that's crashing. I, I just not going to happen. And my reputation's on the line as a broker and as, as an agent. Oh yeah. Craig will take anything. And then in my reputation, in the real estate community, the good agents that work and sell my stuff, they're going to say, what happened to Craig? He doesn't usually take overpriced listings like that. Right. And I don't take listings. I'm just making an example because it's you, it's your reputation. So you go in there and sellers are greedy right now, man. Oh, that, so, so that house, Kim's cousin that just sold for 382. What's the next neighbor going to want to sell their house for? Same. <laughs> Same or more. more. <laughs> so we just did a $50,000 price jump in the neighborhood. Yep. Crazy. Yep. So, okay. So I think we're not going to read all the prequel questions. You're going to see Jeff and I role play through those. Yep. So the key is now, and this builds on itself. And I'll tell you what, you can't follow the Beggins listing process if you skip any one of the steps, because in the listing presentation itself, we start off by saying strategically. So let me clarify. You said you were moving to Chicago, right? And you said you had to be there by May 15th, right? All the head nods and all that stuff. I'm repeating and approving everything you learned a little bit more about yesterday. Yep. Right. If I don't ask these pre-qual questions and write down the answers on my sheet of paper, I'm going to fail on the listing presentation because I'm going to miss the entire rapport building step when I'm asking them questions and building my yes sets. Right. So you see how every step falls into itself. And if you skip one, you bastardize the entire program. And, and the whole point of the process is to create as many connection opportunities through this process as you possibly can, because the agent who says, I'll be there at six o'clock tonight, he lost every opportunity to build rapport, to get trust, to get them to like him, know him and know what he's doing. So when we go through and build our process, once you actually get a lead, it's going to be, I have pre-qualification questions I need to ask you. Then you're gonna confirm a time to go visit their home. You're going to go visit their home. Once you visit their home, you're going to set the appointment to go and do a presentation. You're going to confirm the time you're going to do your presentation and call them and talk to them again. You're going to show up for the presentation. And there's probably going to be other conversations in between that. So you have at least five opportunities in a matter of days where you're going to be building rapport. You're going to be using your up your tonality using your 73855 and using body language and all of those words and everything to connect with this person so you can understand their personality style. So when I show up for a presentation, I know if I'm going to be focusing on the, the husband, the wife, engaging both of them equally or one a little bit more than another, if I'm going to have more stats, like a 20-page book of stats as everything because he's a C personality. So this whole process is built to give you those opportunities to connect, give you those opportunities to understand who they are and how to best present the information that you had to get to the ultimate outcome, which is a signed contract. If you show up once, you're a salesperson. If you show up multiple times gathering information and, and helping them, you're a analyst. You're a, a sales consultant. So would you rather hire a consultant or a salesperson? The consultant comes with a higher degree of trust, right? So we're trying to get you to be the professional consultant. Okay. So confirming the preview, Chris, you do the best pre-listing packages out there. So give them some tips on why do we yeah, do that? So, 
So your pre-qualification, like you talked about, just questions, uh, they're going to role play those, go over those. And then that's when you're going to set a time for your preview. And once you get off the phone, now you're going to start preparing your pre-listing package. We have an amazing tool called Toolkit CMA. Uh, Century 21, 21 Online has an amazing tool called Toolkit CMA. And it gives us a anywhere from 10 to 40 pages, however many you want, realistically, to put together. And it's a nice brag piece, what the process is going to be like. It's really just a nice fluff thing that shows that you're professional, has a Century 21 logos all over it, talks about the process, talks about what you're going to do, what to expect. And then you can also include your pre-listing package, which well, I want to come here is your pre your pre-listing packages has oh, hold on. That's in a different, a different slide. But anyway, your pre-listing package has your uh, listing contract, uh, basically the listing contract, everything filled out, your toolkit CMA package, and you're going to deliver that with them. Here's a copy of everything that you're going to sign when we meet together tomorrow night or the next night or whatever that is, plus some information about Century 21. I'm sure this will help answer a lot of questions about my company and about some of the things that we do. Feel free to look through and ask any questions. So one of the things we've strived for when, when Jeff and I started doing this a long time ago was zero resistance selling, right? Zero resistance. So let's understand a couple of things. Um, these sellers typically don't want to be your best friend. They typically don't want you in their house for three hours. They typically want you to come in, explain what you're going to do, tell them what it costs, tell them what their house is worth, work, collaborate with what the house is worth, and go home. That's it. A lot of agents turn this into a three-hour, like we're trying to be a friend type of thing. And that's not necessarily the case. I mean, you can be friendly and all that because we're going to build rapport and, and serve the customer. But this is a job. You're yep. going to show up, get it all done. So zero resistance selling is delivering them the pre-listing package, which has a couple little brag pieces on you and on the company for sure. You know, you know we did 3,000 transactions last year. People freak out when they find that out. They didn't know. They, they think you're a little real estate company in Sun City Center. They don't know you're part of the largest Southeast uh, Century 21 in the Southeast United States number 15 in the, in the US, they don't know that. So you can put some of that in the papers, they can read it and you don't have to say it. But then we also in the zero resistance selling part, we include the full on listing agreement, right? Somebody, you've all bought a car before, right? How many frigging pages is that lease or sale document? The loan papers is ridiculous. Do you read them all? No, what do you do? You basically trust the salesperson or the finance guy who's been trained to make you feel comfortable. And we gave him everything up front. So obviously we're not trying to hide anything and it just makes it easier to get the signature. So why wouldn't you take the step to make it easier to get the signature? Yep, it's, it's zero resistance. Plus it, what it does, delivering the pre-listing package with the listing agreement, it sets you up for, Another hey, visit. I'm just calling to confirm our appointment for tomorrow night for the presentation of every all of the findings on pricing and positioning of your home in the market. And I was just curious, did you have a chance to look through the listing agreement that I dropped off? Did you have any questions that you've seen on there? And they'll say yes or no. Yes, I had a chance to look through it. No, I didn't. Yes, I had questions. No, I didn't. Yes, the questions are, I was curious about the commission. I was curious about the time frame. I was curious about this, that, whatever that is. And you just say, that's great. Wonderful. Thank you very much for bringing that to my attention. I'll make sure that's the first thing we discuss tomorrow. So now you have the ability to say, okay, those are their objections. I already know what they're going to be. Let's talk about them when we sit down tomorrow. And you already know what they are. Zero resistance. I know what your issues are going to be. I know what you're going to talk about then, and I can be prepared. The uh, other part of that is um, 
we assume too often that it's an objection when in fact it's only a question, right? Well, how much is your commission? Is that an objection or is that a question? If you, if you think it's an objection, you go in weak and feeble and say, well, it's 6%, but for you, I'll do it for five. No, that, that answer was not necessary. How much is your commission? Well, it's usually six or 7%, depending on what we do. Whoa, I'll do you for six, <laughs> right? Because, yeah, because you're a friend, I'll do it for six. Yeah. So not friends, I charge seven. So that's I, mean, I literally thing. think we could justify charging more because it's so much more work right now. Right now, but that and but the trend that you're seeing is people are doing anything they can to try and get a listing. So they're they're cutting their nose off despite their despite their face. Mm -hmm. So they're going, I'll do it for less. I'm like, no, I'll do it for more. And here's why. It's not about how much I, how much I charge. It's about how much money I put in your pocket. And let me show you something. Let me tell you a story about what's happened the last three times that we've done it our way rather than the other way. Mm -hmm. So this is the you know the breakdown of that process. And so what we'll, what I'll do is we'll go through and just. Talk we'll go about back one more slide because it's a nice roll in. Yeah, good. Because the pre listing package is a delivery. You physically, you know, COVID maybe aside, you physically go to their house, meet them, talk about the crooked shelves and all that stuff, right? But you're really going through to preview. So you're going to kill two birds with one stone. You're going to bring the information and you're going to spend a few minutes, preferably by yourself, walking around, taking dubious, copious notes on what this house has. Are there spots in the ceiling where water damage was? You know, we live in our houses. We pull in the garage. We go into the house. Go look at the front door of some of these houses you're trying to sell, and they're full of mud daubers and spider webs. Mm -hmm. Nobody uses the front door. Well, your showings are coming in through the front door. My mom's place, I'm making her paint the front doors. They look horrible. They're beautiful teak doors. But the sun has destroyed the, the coating on it. And it's the first thing you're going to see when you walk into this house. So, and you know, you know, this is the way it's gotta be done. Well, I don't wanna spend the money. Well, then we gotta lower your price. You're not gonna get a perfect price with a dummy, with dumbed down house. Well, having a, having a preview too. So when, you, when you're doing the pre-qualification, what you'll see in the role play that they do next is you're getting out a lot of the uh, motivation from the seller. You're getting out a lot of what they need to do, what they've already done, the important factors, the hot buttons for them. You're getting a lot of that out. And then when you preview the home, now you this is your point to connect with them again. Get, get into the point where you are going in in neutral and connecting with them the minute that you show up. Don't jump out like... Hey, great to be here. So happy to see your house. Show me everything about it. You said it was awesome. I'm really looking for, no, just stop. Go into neutral. <laughs> said, it's great to be, you know, it's great to be here. Whatever they're saying to you, repeating and confirming back using the same words, ask them, you know what? Show me the property through your eyes. Give me a quick little rundown. And they're going to start telling you about all of the little things that they've done or didn't do. The honeydew list that still needs to get done. The pantries they did themselves that is absolutely amazing. The shelves and this and that. The, the thing with the wife absolutely loves, the husband loves, the wife hates. You'll hear all of those things at the preview. And this is your opportunity to do this. To shut up and listen and just repeat and affirm. There's nothing wrong with the house. There's nothing awful about the house. You love everything about the house. You don't have to be like, this is amazing. This is perfect. But in your mind, you stop and sit back. I'm, there's no objections. I'm not here to tell you anything about your paint yet. I'm not here to I tell no you anything. Of, yep, no <laughs> opinions whatsoever. This is your time just to sit back, 
to take it all in, to connect with that person, to give them the best opportunity to show, to show them that respect of connecting. That's the whole point of the preview. It's really, yes, you get to see the home, but even greater than that, you get to connect more, even to the point of take photos, ask for permission. Hey, do you mind if I take some photos just to remind me of the home, just to make sure I have everything right as I sit down and compare it to everybody else. You know, just don't worry. None of this is for marketing purposes. It's all just to give me a reminder when we get to that point. Love it. Yeah. So the, so that preview and then that preview will start leading into the, the other steps. So this is, so you have a lead. This is basically talking about your uh, pre-qualification setting the tone. This is how I handle my business. This is what we do. This is the process I'm going to go through. Start going through that. The pre-qualification, you'll be asking questions. You'll see Jeff and Craig do a great job. He's going to use to identify the DISC of the seller, identify if they're using visual, auditory, or kinesthetic words in that preview. And then you're going to write down and take notes of everything they're saying. Everything that they're talking about as you ask those questions, repeat and affirm, write them down. Repeat and affirm, write them down. Repeat and affirm, write them down. And just pay attention because they're going to start telling you. Absolutely. They're going to start telling you about their job, their family, why they're moving, what their ultimate motivation is, what the reason is, why, you know, if they're stressed, excited, sad, you know, whatever that is, you're going to start hearing all of those things. You're going to hear the tonality. You're going to hear the words that they're saying. This is your opportunity to listen. This is the whole point of this process of pre-qualification is to listen. Yeah. Imagine you come in all stoked and excited and they're like crying because they don't want to leave Florida and they've got to go to South Carolina. Yep. Yeah. That's, you got to have empathy. You're excited to put $50,000 more in their pocket than they thought they would get. They're upset and money didn't make any, any difference to them. They didn't want to leave. It's right. a whole, di it's a whole difference. You have to use, use your wherewithal to understand what that is. So going through that process and then the more in the pre-qualification Take notes. Wait, let me back before we move on. Claire said, where is the pre-listing package or parts of it located? So the sure. idea is that this is going to be a unique customizable thing for you. We're going to give you too many options. So just pick a couple that you like and you don't have to, you can tailor it to the different people, but you probably five to 10 little brag sheets. And they're in a program called Toolkit CMA, which is a for sale program, but Century 21 bought it for us. So you can access it through 21 online. Just search toolkit CMA, search through the content and you can identify which ones you want to download. And then I personally would put them in one PDF and just have it available in Google Drive someplace where you can get it on, on the go, share it right from your phone, boom, and you're ready to go. Yep. And if you don't know how to do that, then talk with your OTLs and we'll show you. Because you've got Google Drive access, you put that PDF, you lump them into one thing in Google Drive and uh, share. It's really cool. Yeah, it's a really, really easy to do, really simple. Once you set it up once, it's all you do is put the seller name and address into a new one and click print, it comes out. And now you have a customizable marketing package that you can bring to every single opportunity that you have. Uh, Mike said, I asked a friend that told me about a month ago that he was looking to buy if he was, if he was still looking. His reply was yes. And yes and no, he had to buy a current house renting, hoping to make some changes and resell within a year. I don't know, Mike, I'm not quite sure on what you're trying to say there. Yeah, I'm not, not quite following that. If you can clarify, we can help you out. But we're going to drill on buyers tomorrow, like we're drilling on sellers today. So yeah. So this is just a sample of the pre-qualification script that we have that that's basically that's in our drive, that's in our apps. And the whole point is, again, to connect 
mirror and matching, taking notes, repeating and affirming, using your connection skills, using your rapport building skills, you know, and then scheduling that preview where you can go and take a look at the home, confirming the preview the day of the appointment. We need as many connection points as possible. When you call to set the appointment, listening to them, hello, hello, this is Chris with Century 21. I was just seeing if we can come by tomorrow to, or wanted to confirm our appointment for a preview tomorrow. So just using your skills to connect with them. Every opportunity that you have to get them on the phone is a better opportunity to get to that next step. And I don't think we've talked about this yet. I won't spend a lot of time on it, but when you look at these scripts, they're giving you cues and guidelines along the way. So when it's bolded and underlined, have we talked about um, no, embedded commands? No, we haven't okay. talked about those yet. So those we'll get more into that with Jeff and I probably. Yep. But this is designed to give you power in your speech, right? And so you don't skip any of these questions because once again, these questions come back in the listing presentation itself. So you can build yes sets to make the customer sign easier, right? So will all the decision makers, dot, dot, dot means pause, be at our meeting with a downswing at the end, pause. I want to be sure that I bring information for everyone. Or I could run through, well, this is a makers be at our meeting. I want to make sure I bring information for everyone, right? If you look at this form, what does it really say? Only read the, only read the bold words. Feel confident and comfortable. Sell your home. Hire Century 21. Be at our meeting. Hire Century 21 Beggins. Sell your home. Sell this property. Make the move. You can't get your price. I don't think I'd use that language in that particular case, but... But you see what it's saying? So when you alter your voice pattern and put emphasis on the bolded words, it puts power to those bold words in the prospect's mind. It just it makes them call out. So we'll, we'll do more of that later, but there's a yeah. lot of science behind this, guys. You'll, you'll hear, just really pay attention to, to Jeff and Craig when you're hearing the words that they're saying going through the scripts, you'll see exactly what it means to do that. We'll cut it up too. Good, so and then, so now you're talking research. You've you've done your preview or you've done your pre-qualification. Now you want to do some research using all of the tools that you have. What your job right now is to do is I'm just information gathering mode. I'm not talking price. I'm not looking at that. I want to see who's selling in the neighborhood. I just want to know what's out there because what's probably going to happen, I don't need to know what their home is going to sell for, but I should know if their neighbor sold for 400,000 and I walk into the door and he starts telling me about the neighbor that sold for 400,000. I should be able to say, yeah, I did happen to see that. And I saw they sold two months ago or whatever that is. So just information gathering mode. Here's all of the places that you can gather information before you walk through the door. We have so many cool tools through your Stellar MLS and uh, through public record. You can do permit searches uh, because when you're asking them questions, part of the, uh, the pre-qualification is asking them about updates and upgrades they've done to the house. I put a new roof on. I have a brand new AC. I did this. I did that. If you pull up a permit search and there's no permits, you might have some concerns and have an issue that you're going to approach. So getting all of that information, doing some research. You know, going through public public records, tax collector, property appraiser. Let's see if they think their home is 2,000 square foot and the property appraiser says it's 1,800. Well, again, there might be something that was added or changed, but let's pay attention to those things. All you're doing is research. Let's get some information out of the way. And this is why you didn't sell that listing in, in one day, right? There's a lot of research, time and effort and energy doing it right along a process. So it's, it's physically impossible to sell a house in a day. Yep. Absolutely. 
and we didn't get to ordering photographs and everything else yet. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't done anything. All we're doing is gathering. We haven't even done anything at all, really. So now this is going in and just walking through your, your preview, bringing a copy of the listing agreement filled in, bring a copy of a seller's property disclosure and all the contractual documents and let them know, here's a copy of everything that you're going to sign when you decide to list with me, or when you, when you decide that you're going to list your property with Century 21. No, what a lot of agents do though is they have professional folders made. We have some at the front desk of the office that you, you can buy, or you can have your own design. You have a nice touch. You want a little bit of marketing, so you put your uh, listing paperwork on the left hand side of the folder, and you put your marketing materials on the right hand side, or vice versa. It doesn't matter. And then when you deliver a package, you deliver the package to the to the prospect, and then everything's organized and it's nice, and they got a folder to keep everything in. Yeah. Or we can move into the 2021, and we can use Dot Loop. And we can send them a link to a PDF through dot loop and they can see everything without even having to touch a piece of paper and they can tap on their phone screen to sign it, which, you know, so we're kind of blending 2000 and 2020 now. So the pre-listing package was important before we could deliver PDFs, you know, with a touch of a button. Yep. So depending on your savviness or the age of your consumer. What one way or another, get it to them, whether it's right. digital in their hand, either way is fine. And you know what? It drives me crazy, but some people prefer text and some people prefer phone, uh, email. So what would a good salesperson do? Figure out how they communicate and communicate Ask. with them that way. <laughs> would you prefer me to send it by text or by email? Yep. Or and sometimes I'll, I'll laugh and say, or carrier pigeon. I'm dealing with these four 80-year-old guys right now. They prefer carrier pigeon because the one guy doesn't even have a cell phone. Yeah, you have, you have to figure that out. You'll find out every time you reach out to try and call them or text them, they're going to reply with one way. This is your opportunity to understand that and listen to the reply. If they reply with a text, you're, you're a texter now. If they reply with a phone call, you're, you're a caller now. Make yeah. sure you give them that respect. So uh, Sarah just asked, so would you have a presentation on your tablet or computer and then send dot loop documents for a listing? That's one way to do it, mm -hmm. right? Depending on the consumer. But 100%, we're going to show you our listing presentation itself. It is a video and we're going to send it to them. So you can say, look, I'm going to bring over some information for you, or I'm going to electronically send it to you. What would you prefer? Oh, just, just email it to me. Okay, great. Boom. Loop. Boom. Opens. They can look yep. at it at their pleasure. And when you do this correctly, you find all that out. But if you just show up at the door with a price, your home's worth this, you miss out on all these opportunities. That's the whole point of doing this. So you're walking through your, your preview, ask them to show you the property and the main points through their eyes. Pay attention. They're telling you what's important to them. This is the whole point of connection, letting them know. And if they tell you about the laundry room that they redid themselves, guess what? You better have a picture of it on the MLS. We redid this and they're so proud of it. Make sure that you emphasize those points and show them that. Show them that you're listening. This is make sure you're connecting. Take plenty of notes. Take notes, take notes, take notes, and take pictures. And the biggest part there is don't talk pricing. This is not, you don't want to have any opportunity, no objections, no opinions, no anything. If you talk pricing, if you talk condition, if you talk any of that, you're going to lose because now all of a sudden you are no longer someone they like or know or trust because you're telling them something that might be the opposite of what they think. And our job is to connect with them, to show them that respect and figure out who they are, what do they like, what's important to them, and be non-opinionated and give them just that respect of connection at that point. That's the whole point for this. Let's, um, let's give a real life example. Yep. You have an agent in your office who was invited 
from Zillow to do a listing presentation in my neighborhood. You know what I'm talking about now? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, and a very high profile team leader for another company was on the same Zillow feed and got the same inquiry for a listing presentation. Yep. Our agent followed the system we're talking about and the hotshot literally wanted to slam bam, thank you, ma'am. I'm God's gift to real estate agents. I'll see you at six and tell you what your house is worth. Yes, exactly. Right? And then what happened? The seller agreed, the seller listened to our agent, felt connected to them, but felt pressured by the other agent, told the other agent she was going to list with him. But she came back the very next day and said, I just couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to sign the documents and agree to go with him. I felt pressured. I felt the biggest just urge to work with you. I felt so connected to you. You were so professional. You showed up. You just, I felt so good about the things that you had done. And she ended up listening with our agent after uh, after waiting out that day and deciding that it wasn't the best decision to go with the guy who said he was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Well, it's better than that because God's gift to real estate agents gave her a price that was hundred thousand. It was like he said it would he would put it out like a hundred thousand dollars above what we were gonna what we were gonna price it at. So not only did they and he was gonna do it for less money. So she got a full price commission. She got it like eighty eighty thousand dollars less than he recommended. Yeah. And just because it was the right thing to do. She yeah. trusted her Absolutely. because she invested the time to build the relationship. Yep. So, so that's the skill we're teaching you here. Uh, we do have a document called the 11 questions to ask your realtor, which we'll I'll pull that up in a, in a minute. And that's, that's something to leave behind. If you know you're competing, or even if you don't leave that document as part of your uh, pre-listing presentation pack or your pre-listing package and leave it. Hey, I did. There's another document in there that's got 11 questions. If you do decide to talk to anybody else, I highly recommend getting these answers from the other agent just to make sure that you fully understand how this process is going to go. Yeah, because you're dealing with what I call yesterday bimbo realty. <laughs> bimbo realty doesn't have these processes in place and you're, they're going to be embarrassed at their lack of professionalism when they're called to the mat. And these 11 questions will call them to the mat. And I suspect some of you can't even answer them right now, but we'll give you the answers. <laughs> Just don't share it with the competition. So then now these are the documents that are gonna go into in depth uh, after lunch. So you're talking your pricing analysis and cost estimator, we're gonna go through all of that. But once you do your preview, now it's time that you take all the research, you take all the information about the home, you take all the motivation you know of the seller and you put it all together, prepare a full presentation, a full uh, spa CMA package with Toolkit CMA, put it all together. And then once you have all of that together, you're gonna to call and confirm the listing presentation the day of and said, hey, um, by the way, I'm calling to confirm our listing appointment for this evening at six or tomorrow at five. And I just wanted to make sure that all parties would be there. Um, I want to sending you a video that's gonna help make our process a little bit faster and answer a lot of questions. Uh, would you prefer I text it to you or email it to you? And you're gonna send them this link right down here for the WWWC21BE3. And that's our video listing presentation that's going to take all of the pressure off of you and answer a ton of questions that these sellers might have and put you in the best possible position. It's really like, and we're, you'll see this when we do it because the whole process is less than 13 minutes when it's done the right way. Um, the video itself is six minutes. Um, and the video answers the 11 questions, Lauren's right. Yeah, um, it's... It's, it's perfect. It's so it's a beautiful sales situation. Um, yeah. 
So let's not play that right now, because what we do when oh. we play it, I asked you right now, even even Chris, as, as good as you are, Chris, list me 40 reasons why somebody should list with us. Oh, yeah. And You'd have a hard time coming up with 40 right now off the top of your head. Yep. This video, I think, comes up with 73. And what's really important, lesson I learned a long time ago, one of my top agents years and years ago, who's no longer with us, I mean, living, um, the internet was just coming out. And, you know, the advertising on the web and we never did that before so she went on a listing presentation and a customer asked about website marketing and the agent didn't have much to say about that and the agent lost the listing which they almost she almost never lost the listing and we called her back and says why she says well i really wanted a company that that marketed on the internet so here we were century 21 had a fantastic internet marketing program our agent didn't know about it didn't talk about it so it didn't get talked about. The point is, we offer so much that we don't know what's important to the customer. So part of the process you're going to hear today is after they watch the video, which we insist they do before our arrival. And if they don't do it before we arrive, we play it on our phone or our laptop form right then and there. And then we say at the end, what's your favorite part of that? And they'll tell you, well, it's the internet marketing or it's the global exposure, it's the world with the international website or whatever it is. And then that becomes the most important tool that there is because it's important to them. Absolutely. That's, that's the key. So now you got your, you've got your research already done. You've done your preview. You've connected with them. You have your scheduled appointment. You sent them the video. Your next thing is to show up for your presentation. So here's, the basics of just walking through it, it's going to neutral. The minute you walk up there, show up early. So first, before that, show up early. Show up five to 10 minutes early. Even if you're just sitting in the yard outside, sitting in the car in the front yard outside, get yourself prepared. Get yourself in a position where you're ready to present. You understand and know, and you've got that feeling. Hype yourself up. And then when you get to the door, shut it all neutral. down and go into neutral. Let them let them lead that first little bit. Do they reach their hand out? Are they wearing a mask? Do they saying hello? Are they saying, hey, are they trying to invite you and bring you in? What are they doing? Just let them have that moment and go into neutral. And then once you are able to get that first connection, then you take control. Our script makes it really easy for you. Thanks for having me over tonight. This should only take between five and 25 minutes. Let's go have a seat at the kitchen table. So right from the get-go, it's this is how I handle my business. And then right from the get-go of your listing presentation, take control. Let's go have a seat at the kitchen table. Yep. So, and then we've got your scripts, which you're going to hear in the next session. They're going to role play through the entire thing. You'll hear the upswings, the downswings, the inflections, you know, just uh, all of the embedded commands that are in there, the head nods, uh, yes sets and all that. You're going to see that. And you just have to start using all of your tools that you have and your knowledge about their personality to lead you through that process. Once you know everything about them and you understand how they communicate, it makes it that much easier to communicate with them. You know, I just had a thought too, Chris, we haven't done this in a long time, but in Google Drive, in our audio scripts, Mike's probably pulled them out and put them on the website, but there's a five minute before the listening presentation where Jeff does a pump up and it's just really fast talking, telling you all the amazing things we do. So it just pumps you up. So you walk in there like you're Superman. That'd be a fun I, one to play on a break or something. I forgot about that. I so bet it's in the website, but yep. Mike, if you're listening, you can answer that for us. So these are once 
once you get the presentation done, then you're talking about signing the contract. And then you're talking about positioning, explaining the listing process, positioning it on the market, talking about, I have a back office. My team is going to input this. You're going to be receiving some emails from my team and talking about all of those, those key points of the closing and then the positioning and talking from right now, the way our market it is, what are we, what are we recommending them do? So not everybody's going to be in a position where they want to market it the way that we want to market it. So it's key to have these conversations about positioning your property on the market. So here's, here's the challenge that everybody needs to recognize. Um, thank you, Mike. That script is on beggingsagents.com. So it's in your phone. Um, there's rules. And when you go through the MLS training, you'll find out that we have to put a listing on the MLS within, is it 48 or 24 hours? 24 hours. Uh, when it's signed uh, from when it's signed it's five days to put go in from when it's signed but then right. once it's publicly marketed it has to go on mls within one within one, uh, one business day right so time has to fly by you know we want the photographer to get out here guess who's busy right now Everybody. the photographer <laughs> we've had rain missing it's uh, intermittent rain for the last week or so that pushes off their shoots the photographers don't want to take pictures on cloudy days right? Inside or outside. So they're behind. So sometimes we're going to get the listing signed and we're also going to need an MLS waiver of entry. So we don't get penalized for not having in in five minutes because you never get a second chance to make a first impression and your photos are your first impression. And here's why, because once it hits the MLS, it gets syndicated to Zillow, Trulia, realtor.com, all these other sites, better homes, gardens, horse and ranch, all this other crap, it goes. And then people, the public, have alerts set up on whatever sites they like searching on. So when a new Zuby ends up in this neighborhood in this price range, ping, they see it and they go straight to the picture and they go, oh, that's nice. Hey, Chris, can we see that one today? And so that house gets the most exposure it's ever going to get the minute it hits the 15 minutes it hits the MLS. Right yep. now, normally, you know, maybe John and Mary are at work or vacationing in Mexico this week. And they can't come see it. So they're going to miss. And a normal market, three or six months on the market, you got plenty of time to go look at the house. But now, I mean, 52 offers in a weekend. That's a lot. Yep. So all oh. these key points here, once you have a listing agreement signed, now you can talk about all of these things because some of these are going to be slightly objectionable to, to the seller but we've got the contract signed. We can start setting some expectations as to what's gonna to need to be done about staging, about photos, about paint, about removing furniture, taking things down, making repairs. You know, all of that's gonna to go together. Then talking to them about your, like we were just talking about, time frame to go on the market. How long is it gonna take you to get all of these things ready? My photographer is gonna need probably 24 to 72 hours before they can get out here. When can you have it done? Let's start let's start progressing and getting these timeframes together to figure out how we can get it on market. Mm -hmm. Then from there, how are we going to position it on market? Are we going to put it on market on a Wednesday and hold off on showings till the weekend? Are we going to do open houses? Do you not want an open house? Do you want it sold in a day or do you want to have it open for three or four days for showings? Some people don't want to have that many people through their home for three or four days. So that's where we got to talk about positioning and let them know what they could be leaving on the table. Mm -hmm. Not everybody wants that. 
you know, talking to them about lockboxes and showings. This is the time frame where you go through. This is all part of setting the right expectation because one of the biggest things that I have uh, that I hear is communication and expectations not being set properly. If I ever have to talk to a consumer, like a seller or a buyer, almost every single time, communication, expectations, yep. almost every time. If we would have communicated more clearly, set the right expectations, we wouldn't be in a position that we're in nine out of 10 times. So talk to them about lockboxes and showings, how the schedules, how the showings get scheduled. Talk to them about feedback, because after every showing, what do you get? A text message. Any feedback? Any right. feedback? A feedback request goes out within 24 hours. I gather them all. I sent you a report once once a week, sometime sooner. I'll, fill, I'll follow up with every agent after they show. We'll go through all those steps. Letting them know those. Public remarks. There's something cool. Do they want to write the public remarks? Do they want to have input on those public remarks? Do you want to have those conversations with them? Sometimes they do, you know, sending them to them for approval, or do they just want you to handle it? You know, title companies, are they choosing a title company? Would you like, would you like to speak to our title company? You know, conditions, leaving them business cards. Why? Because guess what? The minute that sign goes in the yard, guess what you're going to have? A bunch of door knocks, neighbors, people asking questions. Just have them. If the sign even makes it up. <laughs> if it makes it up, but if they give them a, if you give them business cards, anybody that comes to the door, I don't want them talking to anybody. Give them my business card. Tell them to call me, tell them to call me and go away. I don't want you talking to anybody. And then the next step to certified pre-loved homes. So we don't have a, a session. We're going to talk about that, but the certified pre-loved homes, if we are going to make a buyer comfortable waiving an appraisal contingency, paying 20, $40,000 over the appraised value, and Don't you think zero day inspection period, zero inspection periods. And you want to make that buyer absolutely comfortable to go as high as they possibly can go and make as much money as you can. That's a tool that you might want to use to put you in the best position. Anonymous so, attendee wrote, what happens if someone wants to list with me, but doesn't want it on the market for a month, you list it right now. Yes. And you attach an MLS waiver of entry form for 30 days out. And then it's listed. You can't publicly market it though. Once you publicly market it, it's got to be active on the MLS. So it sits in your drawer while the work's being done to put it on the market. You can't put a Facebook post. You can't put an Instagram post. You can't put a flyer in the office window. That's called public marketing. And it's a $1,500 automatic fine. Might be $500. It's 500 no, it's, $1,500. No, I'm pretty sure it's $2,500. It was $500. They did a $500 fine for the first like 60 days or 90 days while they rolled it out. But after that, it jumps up to like 1500 or 2500 first offense. Yeah, it's bad. So and then just talking about walking through included excluded items. Hey, did you know the garage, the fridge in the garage is actually part of the sale, unless we exclude it? Do you plan on leaving the did you plan on wanting to leave the curtains and blinds? Did you plan on wanting to leave all the chandeliers, all of those things talking about all those things? Again, setting expectations. Mm -hmm. And that is, that is all that I have there. Well, we're 11.56. That's like perfect timing. So we're right on time. <laughs> so like I said, uh, the process is what's going to work you through to that predictable outcome, the outcome that you want. Following a predictable process that you've practiced and you know that you know what needs to come out, you know the scripts, you know the steps, makes it that much easier to get to the outcome that you want. And the people that do that are the ones that are being successful. But it's more work. It is more work. Absolutely. <laughs> but you're professional. And yes, James, everything's recorded. It'll be on Begin's agents, you know, after we get it rendered, probably at the beginning of next week.
This is 16 hours of content I think we're producing right now. So there's a lot of it. All right, so we're gonna take a break now. It's uh, three minutes to noon. We're actually taking this lunch break. So the next class will be Jeff and I actually doing the live listing role play. So you're gonna see all these pieces that Chris and I just discussed flow into what we consider to be a seamless listing process. So join us back here at one. That's where you're really gonna see the power of the scripts, the power of the process, the power of knowing what to say and being able to pay attention and to use their, their rapport building skills, the upswings, downswings, the inflections and everything. You're gonna see the power of connection from understanding everything that I need to do. Now I can clearly just focus on the person. It makes it seamless. Yep. Good. All right. Awesome. We'll see you all back here in one hour and two minutes. Sounds good.